0: Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor Taiwo Ducoya, the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shape on your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. On The theme, I think, for the year, uh, theme scripture is Exodus 34, verse 10. Glory be to God in the highest. Exodus 34, verse 10. Again, what I did yesterday by the grace of God, what time allowed me to do, and which of course the Holy Ghost permitted me to do, was just to give some outlines, as it were. And uh, the outlines were rich enough to bring down the power and the presence of God in such a way that there were results. I believe Sing this morning in the name of Jesus. <coughs> verse 10 says, And he said, God said, Behold, I make a covenant with you. Oh, I make a covenant. Before all your people, I will do marvels. Oh, glory be to God in the highest. I will do marvels. Such as have not been done in all the earth, nor in any nation, and all the people among whom you are, that is those in your community, those among whom you believe, those who among whom we work, hallelujah, shall see the work of the Lord. For it is an awesome thing that I will do with you. Yeah. Glory be to God in the highest. Tell your neighbor, see, I have a father. That does awesome things with his children. This father is never partial. He does awesome things with his children. Hallelujah. Somebody is here for something unusual. You see, there comes a time in your life when it becomes, when, when the kickoff of the best of the rest of your life begins. Let me say it again. There always comes a time, or comes a time in every man's life, where which signifies the kickoff of the best of the rest of his life or her life. I believe such a person is here today, and I believe that today is such a day for somebody. In the name of Jesus, you know, there are certain meetings you just go to. You say, "I thank God for that meeting." That was the turnaround. Though I've been a Christian all my life, but that was the turnaround. I read some people's uh, biographies and sometimes autobiographies and they'll say, I can't show you the place. I can tell you the very day. when." I believe this is such a service for someone here and across the internet world in the name of Jesus. You know, we can't force it. But when God says the person is here, then the person is here. When God says this is the day for such a person, then this is the day for such a person. Glory be to God in the highest. So, uh, you know the story. Um, Moses had come down with the tablets of the Ten Commandments or he had gone up to receive the tablets of the Ten Commandments, which was born out of intimate worship with God and fellowship. And while he was there, his assistant, Joshua, was just some step behind them, And they started hearing some noise on earth down below, and uh, they were wondering what kind of noise it was, and uh, part of their suggestion, it's not the noise of war, because, you know, they explained, it's not the noise of this, right? and uh, God called their attention to it, actually, and by the time they came down to see what was happening, it was very disheartening. It was like, I just went up to get something that would make it better for us, and there you had so much to grace that you have gone far away still here. Because then they had brought out all, I mean, they had substance. I mean, God bless them, man. Eh? Remember how they left in Egypt? They were the slaves of the Egyptians. They were the lowest, lowest rung of the ladder. They were not even qualified to be classified along the ladder of status, status and uh, 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 well, hierarchy of importance. But one night, God did something. The very, very poorest became the richest, the very, very uh, insignificant became the most important. You see, this God we serve is awesome. And that's why, don't write off anybody. I beg you in the name of Jesus. Don't write off anybody. You don't know where they are with their God. No, you don't know. You are limited to what you see and what you know and what you see and what you know are just physical. At best, some depth into the emotional realm, that God operates from the spiritual realm. You see? God operates from the very time, from even before people were created, or rather were even born, were initiated in the womb. Remember what he said to Jeremiah? He said, before you were conceived, I knew you. It's only God that will know the person that is not conceived. No science can prove that. Yes, Whoa. and s- overnight, am I right? They became the most important, and that's why you cannot, as it were, write off anybody. I persist strongly in the name of Jesus that there is somebody hearing me today, that this generation will celebrate. Hey. In the name of Jesus. You don't look like it. You don't smell like it. Even now you are wondering from where to where. But the truth is that like for Jeremiah, that was I took off. He said before you were conceived, I knew you. Now what does that mean? That means that I allow your conception for a reason. Now, Everything that has been happening to you since you were born may not look like this, anything like like that. There's there's a presence of God rather anywhere around you, but it doesn't matter. God will not do things for doing sake. I do not do things for any negative reason. That's the good thing about this, our Father. Glory be to God in the highest. Say, before you were born, I ordained you as a prophet to the nations. Before your substance was formed in the womb, I ordained you as a prophet to the nations. So let me just give you an example quickly in the Bible. When Saul was spearheading the persecution of the church, God knew that very few will suffer like Paul for the church. And yet, he was spearheading persecution, and they were stoning, and they were disturbing, they were tearing down, they were, you know and even to the, to the death of Stephen. In fact, he was going to do more havoc in Damascus. Remember the story? So all this while God knew that this one, very few will serve the purpose of the kingdom on earth like this man. Before, during, and after him, very few, and God knew. And I sat down there, and I remember that my parents wake up in the morning and wake us up and we'll pray. We're going to bed in the night, we'll pray and we'll read the Bible, this same Bible, this singing. Then we didn't sing too many choruses, we sang hymns, as it were. Some few choruses, but hymns. And then everybody would have a scripture, as it were. Uh, and we went to Baptist Union, we went to Sunday school, hallelujah. I was a real ambassador with my brother. And then the ladies were in guest auxiliary. You know, we grew up that way. My twin sister is there, she And uh, it didn't make so much meaning to us. And they pray to this God all the time. But you see, we didn't have the big money. My daddy never had a car in his life. The best he ever bought was a mobile light, not even a scooter. In a mobile light, that's a senior bicycle, motorized bicycle. So you can pedal it and then you can just relax your leg and just, you can pedal it. That was the best my daddy had. So if you look for us at the time, like, was God answering their prayer? But I sat there yesterday and said, did you see, can you see that God answered their prayers? Yes, sir. You want to know how? You want to know how? You want to know whether God is answering your prayer? Check your hereafter. Make this place, make this time, the zero axis, and check going forward. Say, so I answered their prayer. Even if they didn't know, which of course they did. And if you didn't know, which by now I do very much, generations after them is saying, "What a blessed couple. That's what shall be said of you. In the name of Jesus, God, answers prayer, is a covenant-keeping God. Never mind what you don't have that others have. Rejoice in the fact that you have a covenant with the creator of heaven and earth. He's your father. Ooh, after the fire. Never mind the criticisms and the judgments. But mind the fact that you're a covenant child of a covenant-keeping God. The God that cannot fail its own. So one night they got all Remember when he would ask Moses to build him a tabernacle in the wilderness? Remember? Yes, sir. You know what God said to him? He said, for the resources, he said go to the people. Some people don't understand the principle of the kingdom. And they just try to darken counsel with ignorance. He said to him, Say, go to the people. Wow. They said to them, Said, Yeah, guys, God says to build, come. And they started bring. They started giving. They started giving. Until God said, Look, what you have is more than enough. He said, Please stop. They were still coming. He said, No, 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 enough. Stop. Can I be frank with you in the name of Jesus? That's the covenant position. That what you have will never be depleted in your support of the kingdom. That's the principle. If you look at it closely, the one, what did they have? God made them who they were. What do you have? Who are you? Who are you that you think you are God? God made you. He knows how long you're going to live. So who are you to attack God and his principles? If you don't understand, say, God, give me understanding. He understands that he will wait for you and take you through what you understand. But please don't try to stand against God's pattern and God's methods and God's principles. Admit the fact that you lack understanding in certain areas. That's no crime. Going to take you through. So they gave until God said to Moses tell them, no. Said, no, stop, stop, stop. We haven't done enough. The kingdom of God will never lack to be established. I recognized this many years ago when uh, our Robots was being criticized seriously for building Our Robots University. He like said God told him and they went on the television and said, God said I should build this. I mean, no. know. Oh man, both within and outside the church, oh, they tore him down. He said, But God told me. God told me. And even gave him a deadline. Then it got to a point, somebody sent him a check, rather called him. I'm not sure if the guy was a Christian, didn't seem like a Christian. The guy said, You know what? I don't like you. He told him. Say I don't like you. I don't like your face. I don't like what you stand for. But anyhow, I have a check in the post for you. Millions of dollars. And that's the problem. If those who God expects to do, don't do, he raises some people. He's a pattern in the Bible. If men won't move, we will raise women. If men and women won't move, we will raise children. If they won't move, we'll use animals. Either he's using the birds or he's using the donkey. Or he's using the bees. He's the creator. And Jesus even said it. He said, ah, if you Pharisees will stop the people from healing God, from praising God, he said you will raise up stones. So you cannot really, really predict person's future. If you're in the habit of doing that, repent. You can recognize poverty, you can recognize shame, you can recognize failure, you can recognize disappointment, you can recognize some people, but please, they won't die there. Always know that they have a creator. Always know. And don't take it for granted that you are not where they are now. You are far superior. Don't take it for granted. If you take that for granted, I begin to react like I'm superior to them. That's what we call pride. So don't. Praise the Lord. I say praise the Lord. So that was where they were with the golden calf. And Moses was disappointed. And of course, the repercussion was serious. And uh, I was like, man, God didn't like it, Moses didn't like it. The people suffered. And that's the thing about life, really. The truth is, the older you become in life, the more you are expected to make your decisions and your choices. But the truth is that with every choice, there's a repercussion. There are consequences for every choice. Where the choices are good, the consequences are good. Where the choices are bad, the consequences are are bad. It's just the way life is and the way God has created the system. As a matter of fact, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever, can't you see the choice there? It's whosoever, God will never force any man. It's whosoever. And yet, he created the system, he created the man. And man fell and He's coming to rescue men, But he will not force his rescue mission on anybody. You have to choose him. You always have a choice. Praise the Lord. Can you see the way life is lived? So, a lot of times we make wrong choices and we suffer the pains. Pastor, have you made, oh my goodness, I made many wrong choices? Eh, thank God for Jesus. Hello? It's natural. But as Christians, yes, we can make mistakes, but right choices are always possible. And by the guiding of the Spirit, our right choices will always surpass our wrong choices. In numbers, in gravity, in effect, because of the love and mercy of God. Praise the Lord! So, of course, they suffered these consequences. And it was during this time that Moses was interceding and seeking the face of God. Exodus 33. That was when he was saying to God, that, I mean, God had come to say, hey, You've been hanging here for too long, so come on. You and the people, your people that you brought out from Egypt. That was how God said it. <laughs> Moses, of course, Moses didn't agree. Because he knew that they were his people, they were God's people. Even him belonged to God. And bringing them out of bondage was all God's prerogative and actions. So he knew that. So he got to a stage and he was saying to God, he said, look, 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 look. you are asking me to take these people there and you don't want to come with us. Uh, I mean, uh, summary, he said, God, please, if you are not coming with us, I am not going. There's nothing I've done in my life that you didn't initiate, instruct, initiate, instruct, and survive. You always did everything with me. Now you want me to do what you have ordained to be done and he said, you won't go with us? I'm not going. He didn't, didn't get cocky and presumptuous to the place where he's like, I mean, okay, fine. If God said, let me go. No. God even said in a way that you will want to jump. He said, it's the land which I promised their forefathers. I'm giving my covenant for that land. I'll give it to them, you know. Moses, and I would drive away all their enemies, Moses, and I said, flu will make them holy. Moses, come on, lead them there. But I'm not coming along, I'm along with you. Moses said, no matter how much, how good you describe it, sir, if you don't come with me, no. Can I say this to you? No matter how good it looks, no matter how tempting, no matter how alluring, my prayer for you and I is that may this acid test of God's presence always be our guide. Yeah. In the name of Jesus. I feel the fire. Seemed to me like somebody has already been delivered with that. I give God the glory for that. I say I give him glory for that. So he said no. And that was the dialogue. Until God now said okay. And Moses now said if I have found grace with you. Come on. Please know that these are your people not mine. And please come with us. Then, you know, God granted him. The Moses having enjoyed that privilege took a step further. Let me tell you this. On the crest of grace, you can do a lot. Did, did you get me? You hear, with, with man it is impossible, but not with God. For with God, how do, how do, how do you get to speak peak of possibilities of great impossibilities. How do you get there? It's on the crest of grace. Here, finally, God, God uh, must secure the fact that, yes, God is coming with us now. He so said, can I ask one more thing? Because it will there. Uh, if I found grace with you, if I found grace with you, show me your glory. Wow. And God says, hmm, "That's interesting. You can't see my face." So there's one thing I'll do for you. That means that God will never deny grace. Did you hear me? God will never deny grace. What is grace? What you get free, but which somebody has paid the price for. You make me say free, free. You're right, but don't forget. There's no free meal anywhere, even in the spirit. It's free as far as you're concerned, but Jesus paid with his life. That's why it's free for you. That's why it's free for me. Praise the Lord. Uh Then they hid him in the the cleft of the rock, and then he caused all his goodness to pass. He said, he saw his backside light that he was almost blinded. What if he saw the face? He would have died. It would be too much for him. You know, I was thinking, okay, now I'll go there. Praise the Lord. I said, praise the Lord. So it was after this that God said to him, in Genesis 34, Let you see I will make a covenant with you. And before your people, I will do marvels. The margin of my Bible says, wonderful acts. Uh-huh. Hallelujah. Wonderful acts. I will do wonderful acts. But look at it. What led to that? Fellowship. Moses' fellowship with God. And that's why your fellowship with God is never wasted. Like I said to you, I didn't understand this, all this waking up in the morning and my dad wouldn't, my mom and my dad wouldn't let us sleep. In the night, we'll be sleeping. I said, Leave me. I got to a stage. I said, All oh, this crying. You know that kind of cry that you cry when you're young? Nobody taught me to stop. When, I'm, when I will be doing that, my throat will be pending me. So one day, I said, All this is painting my throat. I won't do this anymore. Uh-huh. But when they woke me up, I'll be angry. I say, "But I'm," I "Double suffering. You are not sleeping. Your throat is paining you." That was how I stopped. I'm talking of age f- four, five, six. That's why I stopped. Mm-mm. My throat will be paining me when I was drain it. True. <laughs> say so why am I suffering suffering double? But I'll be angry. I say, read the Bible. Give us a memory verse most popular one, can't remember. Teach me your way, oh God. He said, see another one. But see, he walked for me, he's still teaching me his way. <laughs> that was the only one I knew. I want to teach me your way, oh Lord. Ah. Every day, teach me your way, oh Lord, teach me your way, say another one. Me, so I so teach me your way, it's very, that was very easy. But we give God the glory. What I'm saying is this, it look ordinary. God answered. You may think your coming to church is ordinary. They think your fellowshiping with the Spirit of God and the bread and is ordinary. Oh, there is nothing that passes for nothing in the kingdom. The whole of the kingdom is based on cause and effect principle. A season harvest. People don't understand. The seed, the fruit you don't, the fruit you don't want to produce, don't plant the seed. Whether in your thoughts, in your words, or in your act I feel the fire or in your action. Pastor, I'm planting some seeds. God, you help me. Yeah, need you hear. Let there be light. Nothing wits off. Nothing destroy wits like light. That was fundamental. Nothing. She said, "So we have faced the circumstances. Let there be light. Even when you are, you are almost. Let there be light. You will see. You eh. come back." where you thought it was semu you're about to eat it. Wow. hunger, semu, and light comes. You see worms. Will you eat? Everything that has caused you to fall in life, let there be light. Everything that has caused you to, to doubt God, in the name of Jesus, let there be light. Whether it's healing or deliverance or blessings, or victory over habits. Let there be light. You see? So it now says, I will make a covenant with you. And before your people, I'll do marvels. Wonderful acts. Extraordinary acts. I will do some seemingly difficult things in a very simple way. That will cause people to ha ah! But see how it starts. I make my covenant with you. It's a covenant thing. It's a covenant thing. Such as, such as have not been done on, I mean, in the earth. Ah, the same people that some steps back were like. See how merciful our God is. Because there was an intercessor that maintained the focus and the fellowship. <laughs> the same God said, I will do with these people what we shake the entire earth. The same people that some few minutes ago were like, they were right in hell. He says, mm, what a God of mercy he is. What a God of mercy He, is. he forgives iniquities, forgives transgressions, reserves mercies for thousands. You see, when God talks of covenant, he says the sure mercies of David is what I'm talking about. Because David understood covenant so much that every part of his life, he was confident of the mercies of God. God says the sure message of David. You believe it was sure of God's message in everything He did. Covenant. No wonder goodness and mercy have followed all the days. You see, this covenant thing is just the key, because that's that's just what it is. <laughs> Hallelujah. Isn't God faithful? So you see that God, again, let me just quickly like clear this. Because people are becoming knowledgeable now, which is good. And so when you say something, they say, Old Testament. And they taught us in Bible school. Uh, uh. What people fail to realize is this. Whether it's Old Testament or New Testament, or pre Old Testament, or post New Testament, God's character does not change. He is the same yesterday, today. So, where am I going? When it comes to God and His family, when it comes to God and His covenant people, we will always do marvels. What you have seen here was the same thing you find in Mark ten thirty-seven. 37, I promised last Sunday, and Jesus looked at them and said, with God, is, I mean with man, this may be impossible, but not with God, with God all things are possible. The same thing. So I just want to quickly let you know that when it comes to God and this creation, God works. He worked to create, he worked to sustain, he worked to maintain. Glory be to God in the highest. So, what constitutes God's works? What you and I call miracles and wonders and surprises. Jesus says, My Father works and I work. And he was talking with the Pharisees, and what you were saying? They were talking about the miracles that were happening. There are scriptures to that effect. I won't go into that. John 10. Everywhere the Pharisees were fighting, it was about the works. Praise the Lord. Now, 1 Corinthians 2, 9, and 10, I close there. I won't go beyond that because of time. 1 Corinthians 2, 9, and 10, 1 Corinthians 2, 1 Corinthians 2, 9, and 10. I'll just, I'll close there. Glory be to God. Aye. Can I say this to one or two people here, whether in your local assembly or somewhere, I don't know. Uh, it may not be defined as a ministry, as it were, but in that space where you know that God has put you, you're going to do a lot of ministry works. Many will, through that, your vocation or your space come to know the Lord. Many will, through that small space, receive deliverances and healings. And for you, you just be yourself. You just continue to be yourself. And many will be saying, can I talk to you? Can I see you? And for some, to will just take you to me and say, oh, no, the Lord loves you. And that's it. Why did you say that? Because I'll be there, Turn around. You say, "How will it happen?" Because you be hearing what you be saying, what you are hearing. Your consciousness of your work with the Holy Ghost is coming to the front, at least the front burner of your life. Yes, what was that too? You say, "But as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard." Glory be to God in the highest. You say, "But as it is written, I." When you say, "But as it is written," usually it's referring to the Old Testament. He says, I has not seen, nor heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared. For what? You know those who he's talking of? Those of his family, his children. Yes, those who love him, go ahead. But God has what? Us. What? Can you see that God, I mean, here you can see God through Jesus Christ moving to solve the main problem of his children. Because the problem of his children is, when the children don't know that they are children, then the devil takes advantage of them. When the children don't know what they have, the devil takes advantage of them. He said, see, uh, but God, he said, no, eyes have not, ears have not heard, eyes have not seen, it has not even been thought of, that God reveals this. Ooh. I mean, what God has in store for His children. In other words, the marvels, the wonderful acts, the miracles, acts, the supernatural dimension of God in the lives of these people. He said, No man can even begin to think of them. He said, um, But God has what? Revealed. So it is only, they are only known by revelation. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And how? They are revealed through His. Now you can begin to understand why Jesus Christ says, look, 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 look. look." You cannot successfully walk this walk except you are filled with the Spirit. Yeah? You know what happens when there is light? That means that you have something revealed to you. You can see the nature of a thing. You can see a thing. Through his spirit. For the spirit does what? Searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. Go ahead quickly. Um, for what man knows the things of a man? Do I know exactly what you are thinking where you are seated? Do you know exactly what I'm thinking as I'm standing here, except what I'm communicating with you? But you see, God knows what I'm thinking, He knows exactly what I'm thinking knows exactly what I am. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and then my spirit man inside me knows what I am thinking. Uh-huh. Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. Yes, 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 yes. 12. Now, everybody say now. No. Talking about the children. Read the next slide. We have what? Uh-huh, go ahead. No. Not the spirit of God. Ooh, uh-huh. But what? Oh my goodness. So as a child of God, what makes you a child of God? You have the Spirit of God in you. You have a means of revelation in you. Reve- reve- revealing what? Revealing the mysteries of the marvels that God can, will, and will do with you. You see, it's a terrible thing I'm going to do with you. Oh sh- A child of God to know that. If you don't know that, devil takes advantage of you continuously. Makes you feel like a pauper, like an orphan, like a nobody, like an entity, but you are not. What cost him his life? How can that be useless? Think of it. That we might know, Okay. so but we are received, we've not received. We have received not the spirit of the world, but what the spirit who is from God for what? That we might know. The things that are what? Ah. Freely. Freely given to us by God. Maybe I can take one more verse. These things, come on, (laughs) we also speak not in words, which man's wisdom. Talk? But, but which, what? Is what I mean? Uh-huh. But which the Holy Spirit teaches comparing spiritual things to spiritual. You can imagine what we've been saying since I started talking by the help of the Holy Spirit. You're like, ah, what's this? But it's our Bible. And if we're talking about our Father and what he has done for us. At least it's taking you away from that place where you think you are a useless man, you are a hopeless man, you are a hopeless lady. The world has passed you by, you have made mistakes in your life that can never be. Who says? Are you a child of God? Yes, sir. The short message of David are yours. Amen. And Jesus describing how he works in the kingdom. Say, so remember the prodigal son? He made the wrong choice. He wasted his resources beginning to waste his life uh, the devil even told him that you have wasted you are finished look at you you are a slave stinking pig pig like look at you but you know what changed him you know what saved him Said in my father's house look at me here but in my father's house can you imagine what I'm going to? Bet in my father's house. Can you imagine what I'm suffering? Bet in my father's house. Can you see all the souls? Bet in my father's house. You remember this song? Guess what he did? He said, I will arise. I will go to my father. He didn't say, I will go to your father. I will go to my father. End result. The man that told I was the end. That was a new wave of celebration. See, it's time to celebrate. (laughs) New wave of uncommon favor. Where they have suffered shame and disgrace. Celebration. Where they have been slaves. And looking like that was the end of their lives. Another set of kingship reigning. When it came back. Sandals, ring robe Woo. music they would have died forgotten let you remember my father shall we rise you know what God does with his word to affect your thinking when God gets your thinking you will get your speeches you will get your words when it gets your thinking and your words then you enter into who you are and what you have great possibilities in Christ Jesus why don't you just give him praise and give him honor we know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message additional information and materials from Pastor Tai require. please contact us at the Fountain of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries Off-Town Planning Way in Lagos Visit our website at www.tfolc.org Thank you God bless you